Rise with India podcast on ET Now. Good morning and happy Friday to you. This is the Rise with India podcast on ET Now and I'm Alex Matthew. Today's the 9th of July. The earnings season has kicked off and we'll get you updates on the TCS earnings in just a bit. But first, the other top news. The union cabinet has approved a 23,123 crore package for improving health infrastructure to fight COVID-19. As part of that, around 2.4 lakh medical beds and 20,000 ICU ones will be created with a special focus on paediatric care. Addressing a press conference in the capital after the first meeting of the union cabinet after its reshuffle, Health Minister Mansuk Mandavia said that the package will be implemented over the course of the next nine months till March 2022. The Directorate of Revenue Intelligence officials have carried out searches at offices of South Korean firm Samsung Electronics over suspected evasion of customs duty on import of network equipment, according to a report by the Economic Times. The report said that officials may have been tipped off to a routing of equipment through countries that enjoy a free trade agreement with India after minimum value addition there in order to enjoy the benefits of the agreement. The Reserve Bank of India has advised banks to speed up their transition away from contracts linked to the London Interbank Offered Rate or LIBOR. In an advisory issued yesterday, the regulator said that banks and financial institutions should stop entering into LIBOR-linked contracts as soon as is practicable and latest by the 31st of December this year. The transition away from LIBOR began after it was found to have been manipulated for years. Deloitte, which is the resolution professional for Reliance Communications on Thursday, said that uh, the company's insolvency process will likely end if the telecom department terminates its license due to unpaid statutory dues. Deloitte informed the NCLT and the DOT it is unlikely to renew Arcom's license on the 27th of July when it expires. And if that happens, there will be nothing left to sell. In international news, the number of Americans filing new claims for unemployment benefits rose unexpectedly last week, an indication that the labor market recovery from the COVID-19 pandemic continues to be choppy. Initial claims for state unemployment benefits rose by 2,000 to a seasonally adjusted 373,000 for the week ended the 3rd of July, according to the Labor Department. The European Central Bank has raised its goal for inflation and may let it overshoot the target for a while, giving officials more discretion in how to bolster the economy after years of lacklustre performance. In the culmination of an 18-month review published yesterday, policymakers agreed to seek consumer price growth of 2% over the medium term with a symmetric aim. The ECB said that when interest rates are close to their lower limit, as now, the economy will need especially forceful monetary stimulus that could imply a transition period in which inflation is moderately above target. The Tokyo Olympics will ban domestic spectators at events held in Japan's capital as the resurgence of virus cases pushed the government to declare a state of emergency in the city. In the latest hiccup, several of Japan's biggest municipalities have stopped taking new reservations for COVID vaccinations. 
Now, Chinese aviation officials have signaled that they are open to conducting flight tests on Boeing's 737 MAX, which is a step toward lifting the plane's grounding in that nation after more than two years. Details of a validation flight for the MAX in China are still being worked out, but the discussions are a sign of possible progress in what has become a lengthy standoff over the plane. And with that, it's over to Rohit Singh for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Rohit. How are we looking at the end of the week? Good morning, Alex. We've pulled back from the highs and the story repeats itself. There is caution as we approach 16,000 and if the correction gets steep, buyers rush in. This was the sharpest fall that we have seen since the end of April. Metals and PSU Bank is where the biggest cut has happened. Large caps bled more than the broader markets. And on Sensex, it was banks and Reliance that weighed heavy. This morning, a soft Q1 report card could keep shares of TCS under check. Both foreign and domestic institutional investors were sellers, with FII's dumping shares worth 550 crore rupees, while DII's selling shares worth 950 crore rupees. Asia is tracking the Wall Street sell-off overnight, and U.S. Treasury yields were down for a fourth day. The yield for the U.S. benchmark note is now at the lowest since February 18th. This was the worst day for Dow in nearly three weeks as investors world over offloaded risky bets. Let's tell you about the active stocks this morning. TCS has clocked a 2.4% revenue growth quarter-on-quarter in constant currency terms in Q1. This is being seen as below street estimates, but the company is calling it a one-off for India business. Bharat Dynamics has signed a 500 crore rupee pact for the supply of Akash missiles to the Air Force. Union Bank of India is looking to raise up to 1,150 crore rupees by issuing Basel-compliant bonds. CDSL has become the first depository to open 4 crore DMAT accounts. It is currently the largest depository in India in terms of active accounts. To recap, even the Amphi numbers showed profit booking in equity mutual funds in June. Let's see how July pans out as earnings unfold and the Zomato IPO seeks investor capital next week. Wish you all a profitable day ahead. That's all from my end. I hand it back to you, Alex. Thanks, Rohit. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day. The Rise with India podcast on ET Now. 